everyone and welcome to today's podcast. My name is Emma and today I am discussing some modern connections to the 1960s book To Kill a Mockingbird as well as the 2019 movie Just Mercy. And we're going to see how these problems that were faced in the book and the movie are still relating to modern world as well as how big of an impact perspectives have on a story. Okay, so I'm going to start by talking about the similarities and differences of the book To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee and the adapted book-to-movie Just Mercy. Some background information about those two sources is that Harper Lee's To Kill a Mockingbird recently celebrated its 60-year anniversary, with much debate about how the writing of the book is still connected to our society today. We are going to compare it to the movie Just Mercy based off of the book Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. Just Mercy loosely connects with To Kill a Mockingbird, only it was written 56 years later. As I dive into how much has changed and how much hasn't, I want you to keep in mind that even with 50 plus years apart, how many of these things mentioned are still happening currently? My first topic today is about how in both the book and the movie, the victims Tom Robinson from To Kill a Mockingbird and Walter McMillan from Just Mercy had strong alibis but were both still judged as guilty in court. Tom Robinson was a colored man who was thought to have raped a white girl, Mayella Ewell. Although all evidence and his own testimony had shown that he was innocent, he was ruled as guilty. This misjudgment later led to him getting killed. The town was clearly more concerned about the race of the victim more than the actual information they were receiving. We can compare this similar event to what happened in Just Mercy. The main victim in the movie is an African-American man, Walter McMillan, who was accused of killing a girl. Walter has evidence and his own alibi proving his innocence, but somehow is still proven guilty. Spoiler alert, Walter does end up being freed, but without a strong lawyer like Brian Stevenson, it is very unlikely he would have ever been able to get off of death row. It's crazy to think about how in both cases they had such strong evidence and people still chose to ignore it. Because of this, the victims had to go through so much unnecessary pain. Thankfully, since this time, there have been many organizations to rise up to help free innocent people from prison. One that I would like you guys to know about is the Innocence Project. The Innocence Project is an organization started in 1992 to help people wrongfully convicted. One person they helped in particular is Malcolm Alexander. Malcolm was accused and put in jail for rape because of an uncertain identification. He tried to pay many attorneys, but like Walter, none of them really tried and they didn't really believe in him either. Walter's story is very similar to Malcolm's. Lots of evidence was destroyed and unusable, but for Malcolm, they were able to do a DNA test proving his innocence. Malcolm was, a, was incarcerated for about 38 years. Now, the Innocence Project has helped release 208 people. If you guys would like to donate to the Innocence Project, you can go to innocenceproject.org. Another reason we can think why both Walter and Tom were ruled guilty would be the lying in court. In both To Kill a Mockingbird and Just Mercy, the victims dealt with lying in court. The lying in court had a big effect on the outcome of their cases, especially Ralph Myers lying in Just Mercy. He lied in court, which led to Walter being found guilty. Even though completely none of it was true, 
because he was the only quote-unquote witness, they believed him. In To Kill a Mockingbird, it is slightly different, though. They still had people lying in court, which was Mayla and Mr. Yule. The difference is that the people didn't even fully believe them when they were lying. It was more about the fact that they were white against a colored man. So even though they lied, they won because their environment was more concerned about the race than the actual truth. In both cases, the victims were innocent, but had to go through so much extra stuff just because people lied. The lying led to both of them being falsely accused of things they never even did. For me personally, Tom's case is a bit more heartbreaking because he never even did anything wrong. He was actually near Mayala to help her. It's saddening to know that because Mr. Ewell lied, Tom was falsely accused, which later led to him getting shot and dying. As more research has come out since the times of the movie and the book, it has been proven that half of the people freed from false conviction have been because of pre-jury. Pre-jury is when someone purposefully lies in court. Luckily, the number of people getting falsely accused has, lo- has lowered, but that does not stray from the fact that there are many people in prison right now who are innocent because of pre-jury. Although it might be from recent cases, they can be from cases more than 30 plus years ago, if not more, just like Malcolm's. I have one final point to make before I go into the perspectives of the book. Connected with people lying in court, there were not many people or witnesses in both cases. Because of such a low number of people against the victim, it makes it really hard for the victim to get justice. If it's just one person's word against another, the court is most likely going to go against the victim. As I previously stated, Walter had only Ralph against him, and Tom had both Mayella and Mr. Ewell. Not only were the victims in the minority, but the people around them had pretty much already made up their mind. It begins to make you wonder, is it better to have more or less people? Neither of the victims had too many people, but Tom did have a couple more than Walter. Personally, I think that it would be better to have more. I mean, there are pros and cons to either way, but I feel like if you were to have more people against you, especially when they're lying, it would be easier to find holes and differences within their stories. If you had just one person, it would be a bit harder to find inconsistencies. Atticus clearly found inconsistencies with the Yule story, but Tom still managed to be found guilty. Can you imagine going to jail and being found guilty for something you never even did because of people, people were lying? I don't know how I would feel. According to a New York court's report, the amount of witnesses is actually not as important as the quality of the testimony. Judges now are able to discard a testimony if it seems to be dishonest. But as we saw in Walter's story, it can be kind of difficult to identify a false testimony, especially when you don't know what has been said behind the scenes. The way to see if people have been lying is a lot more precise now and is also expected to be done. For example, a judge should evaluate if a person has a motive. If Tom Robinson's case were to be done in modern time, I believe a judge would easily be able to tell that Mr. Ewell was lying and had a motive especially with lots of the inconsistent overlaps. Now I'm going to move on in depth about the effects a perspective has on a story. One thing I think that would help me personally understand the stories a bit more thoroughly is if we could see more people's perspectives and thoughts as the story progresses. To Kill a Mockingbird is told only through Scott's perspective, 
which really narrows the information we get and how we understand it, while Just Mercy is told in a more open third-person perspective. So especially in Just Mercy, we don't really get to hear what people are thinking. One important point of view that they didn't include would be the victims, Tom and Walter's views. Those would be super interesting, considering that they were both innocent. One moment in which I believe it would have been very beneficial would be when Tom, in To Kill a Mockingbird, tries to run away from prison. Although there are some guesses you can make to why he did it, it would be very cool to see what he was thinking in that moment. Especially like, was it a spur of a moment thing, or had he been thinking about it for a while? And for both To Kill a Mockingbird and Just Mercy, it would be super nice to see what the victims were thinking while in court. If we went back to talking about lying in court, I think knowing what they were thinking while that was happening would be very interesting, because I'm pretty sure Tom knew the Yules were going to lie, but I don't think he specifically knew what they were going to say. And I'm not even sure if Walter knew Ralph was going to lie, so he could have been very shocked and confused. Plus, in both stories, because of what they allegedly did, they were put as town outcasts. It makes you wonder how they felt, or if they were numb to it. I think Tom got the worst end because people were clearly protesting outside his cell. Walter was in prison, so I don't even know if he knew how bad people were against him. Another interesting perspective to see would be the lawyers that were against the victims. Although this would affect both stories, I think it would be more impactful in Just Mercy, especially since the main opposer, Tommy Chaplin, ends up changing his view on the case. I personally think it would be very intriguing to see what his thought process was and how his mindset changes throughout the story. For example, when Brian Stevenson, Walter's lawyer, had a talk with Tommy, I wonder if that's what changed his mind or if he already knew. Speaking of which, in both To Kill a Mockingbird and Just Mercy, I really want to know what what the opposers personally believed. If they really believed what they were fighting for, because in Tom Robinson's case, I kind of think the lawyer knew everything was a lie, so maybe the lawyer was just doing it for a quick check. The same could go for Tommy and Just Mercy. I have a big feeling he knew Walter was innocent, especially since they found the tape of him threatening Ralph to lie. Do you guys think it was just an easy resolution, or do you think they thought Walter did it deep down? Personally, I believe the When they first caught him, they thought it was him, but after discussing with him and Ralph, I believed it was then that they realized it wasn't, but had too much of an ego to go back. My final question for you all is what are your thoughts? It could be on the perspectives of the story, lying in court, how the court treated their cases, how these problems are still very evident in our modern time. I want to know. With that being said, that will be all for today. Let me know your thoughts on everything. This is Emma, signing off. Deuces!